Hello out there. And welcome back to Imperfectly Perfect, the podcast. I am your host, the lovely Keisha, if I might say so myself. I have been mentally overwhelmed with all types of subjects to come and speak to you about. And, um, excuse me, it's been a lot of really, really hard thinking. But before we get into that, let me tell you a little bit about our podcast today. The This podcast is called Imperfectly Perfect. It is 30 minutes of my musing using cultural and pop culture to further explain my thinking on things that are going on in the world. This podcast is just to stimulate conversation, stimulate thought. Later on in the in the life of this podcast, where we'll have special guests, we'll have episodes just dedicated to what's going on and how we can make this world a better place. I actually like that idea of making the world a better place. So let's get started, shall we? Should we get into the tea? I think we should. Today's topic is how can I be better? than I am and what's next. So at the time of this recording, we're a couple of weeks out from the verdict, which I must add is the second verdict, major verdict of my life. The first one was OJ Simpson, but this one is a little more sweeter only because we are talking about the senseless murder of one George Floyd. And it's coming out that this is not the first time that this officer had used his chokehold. This is actually the second time because he used it before in 2017 on a teenager and only got up when the mother was crying to beg him to get up. I wanted to know how that, how does this verdict make us better? And then what? I feel like as the news cycle start spinning and stop talking about the verdict. And as people are getting tiresome of discussing it, how do we make this better? How do we make this to a situation where, you know, basically we change the world? I grew up always thinking that when 
we have our trials and tribulations, we change. If we look at the Bible, the persecution of Jesus caused a change where there was good, bad, or indifferent. The people around there changed. And if we look at back at the trial of all those witnesses who basically sat down there or stood there rather, shouting for the cop to stop, videotape the murder. They have been changed. And when I look at the video, I have been changed too. And at my age, where I think I know everything, and trust me, I do at times think I know everything. I sit down there and I think about what is next? What can I do to make a change? So the change that I look at is somewhat political, somewhat personal, somewhat micro and macro. And then I look at myself and say, how has this changed? Now, we are looking forward to the conversations that's going to be had in Congress about the George Floyd police reform bill that is, should be coming up soon, actually, and how that changes how police interact with populations of color. And we're looking at our own police departments locally, how we are interacting with police. Right now, my people, we're shook. Growing up, I was taught how to interact with police in the North. And then when I've traveled down South, I was taught how to interact with the police and other non-people of color to order to show them respect. And as a kid of 18 years old, I am from New York, so I'm not used to that. I'm not used to putting the change on the, on the counter and stepping two steps back for the white owner to give me my change back and stepping back and not even looking at them in the face. I had my baby cousin at seven years old, nine years old, tell me that I was doing it wrong. Then I look at how the police are changing here in New York and I'm thankful for the change, but there are still many police officers in every state that is <clears throat> not changing. In fact, if you really wanna get technical about it, if you look at since the trial started to its end, six more people of color has been murdered. 
and is on video, whether it's on video by a, a witness or is on video by the body cams that the police carry. It makes you wonder what's next. I'm looking forward to the what's next because the what's next is so ambiguous. It's, it tells us that, yeah, we're going to have something different going on in our world. We're going to have something that is going to change the world and we're going to be very happy about it. But the question is, when is this change going to happen? And are we, the people of color that it affects, will be at the table to discuss? I thought about these questions as I watched the last episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And Sam finally accepted that he will be Captain America. And after he has saved all these dignitaries, they come to him, they say around him, okay, let's go back and vote on displacing more people because the blip has happened. And the people from five years ago want their property back. And Sam had to talk to them and tell them, you are facilitating your demise all over again. And when I say he's, they're facilitating their demise, if you have not watched the episode, and I'm not as eloquent as Sam Wimps. Wilson is written, but he basically told them, you don't have the people you're affecting at the table to discuss their change and what next. You don't have people at the table who can tell you, this is hurting me because, or this is hurting me because no one is really listening to me. And I will say in many of the laws that come across our desk and newspapers and in our lives, we aren't at the table. Perfect example of that is the voting suppression law down in Georgia. Even at the signing of the law, no person of color or from the districts where it affects the bigger population of that law were at the table. And when we tried to knock on the door, we were let out in handcuffs saying we broke the law. So, I have to thank Sister Stacey Abrams for her continuous fight, not only for Georgia, but for the rest of us here in every state. I found out there are 44 states considering, strongly considering, I may add, to have voter suppression laws. 44. So if you thought Georgia was an anomaly, I am here to tell you it spreads like a cancer. 
And most of this is behind. And I should uh, change the 44 states, so 44 jurisdictions. And all this is be, seems to be behind the fact that 46 or whatever, 45, I should say, Donald J. Trump did not get reelected. And he said that people stole the vote. Well, guess what, my loves? As of yesterday, April 27th, he's back on the screen saying, please fight for me because I did not, I won the vote. I'm not in the White House. I often wonder how people actually sit down there and don't realize that some people are delusional. Huh. And I often wonder how long can people delusions continue before change takes hold? So in the case of our friend, and I'm using the term loosely, change has came, he just not, haven't got on the bus. And the what now for his political future or even the political future of this country has been changed thanks to Uncle Joe and Auntie Kamala. <laughs> but what's next? That is the question. And it looks like the world is gonna be our oyster sooner or later because everything seems to be moving the way it needs to be. But we still got police brutality. We still have murder by police officers. And to tell you the truth, I don't know if it's because of the training or the culture or the thin blue line or, or they're scared of Black Lives Matter, which by the way, if you don't know about Black Lives Matter, I advise you to find a reputable, a decent, a, 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 a source that will tell you exactly what Black Lives Matter is and learn. I'm finding that a lot of my brothers and sisters are not learning. In fact, they're sitting down there believing every word everybody else says, whether it's true or not. I have a very smart coworker who learns from others. And when she speaks to me, she learns from me, from my point of view. And often she will ask me the question so I can answer it. Hey, are we gonna get another stimulus? Hey, did you hear about Derek Chauvin and him being convicted? What do you think about blank? And I'll answer her right off the cuff, just like I do this podcast, right off the cuff. And she absorbs. 
And I don't know if it's because of the age difference, which is not that big of a difference, or just the point of view of where I come from and where she comes from. But this is how we learn people. This is how we make decisions. Sometimes we cannot change and see what's next until we get out of the bottle that we have been in all our lives. And guess what? That bottle do not have a stopper. The only stopper is you. Do we really wanna be the type that live in a bubble and don't change and let things see what goes next? The change that we have all made is always a sacrifice. And I don't see the word sacrifice as a bad thing. I see it as an opportunity to be better than I am at this moment. And when you have to sacrifice something, you're looking for a change. In my life, I find that I will get comfortable and all of a sudden I get itchy, that I need to move, I need to change things, you know? And I always say that's God's talking to me that a change is coming, I better be prepared. And usually I am 98% right. And the change does come. And I prepare myself mentally, physically, and emotionally for that change. And I welcome what yet to come. So what is next now? I highly suggest that everybody in the sound of my voice to make sure that you're registered to vote because the next vote is coming up soon in New York. We're having a vote just this June for a new mayor. Find out where and how you can vote before they try to suppress us some more and be the catalyst of change which is very easy to do and pray for what's next. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode, I should say, for Imperfectly Perfect, the podcast. This is episode four. Wow. And entitled Change and What's Next. If you want to get in contact with me, please feel free to hit me up on Twitter as IMPPerfectPod. That's IMPPerfectPod. Or you can email me at ImperfectlyPerfectPod at Outlook. Thank you, and I look forward to speaking to you next week. Bye-bye now.